Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello Big Interview fans, I'm Chris, a producer on the show. You're about to hear a little bit of Graham's chat with Watford captain Troy Deeney, an extract in which Troy will describe brilliantly what it's like to play against celebrated centre-halves Martin Skirtle, John Terry and John Stones. He will also explain why he thinks Liverpool's Virgil van Dijk is the best defender in the Premier League today. This tasty chunk also includes tips on how to play striker, as Troy passes on the lessons he learned from none other than Gianfranco Zola and the seven steps he took, literally, to become one of the top finishers in England. You won't get this kind of insight anywhere else. If you want more and want to listen to the full hour-long big interview with Troy, then it's time to become a socio. Sign up and subscribe at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and unlock the full podcast instantly, as well as our archive of over 50 big interviews and special episodes. For just £2.99, you will also help to ensure that we can continue to bring you the content that you love. Anyway, that's enough from me. Here's Graham Hunter. Since you came up to the Premier League, give me four central defenders with whom you've liked the battle, the battle. but in football terms. Yeah. You know, I, I, you, you'll obviously choose, but I'm, I'm looking at your, your jousts with... I'm cheating because I read one okay. about your Liverpool man, Skirtle. Yeah. I'm interested about who we watch and we try to learn from. I, I, I'm also interested, like, what does a, a striker do or, or mm. look? Where's your peripheral vision? Every day you're training, looking over your shoulder, making sure you know if the ball comes, he's already there. Mm. It's, just, it's just part of, part of training the, the mind every day for, for, for that kind of... That kind of battle, I suppose. But, um, you know, the Skirtle one was very interesting because this is, again, being a bit naive coming into the Premier League, trying to prove myself. And he always struck, struck me from the outside looking in as the, the hard man. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the build-up to that first game at home, oh, I was like, let's go. It was like an old school playing... I was 16 playing average football. Mm-hmm. So when I'm playing against the big guys, I'm like, I'm going to show you what I'm about. And I remember hitting him, shoulder to shoulder, and I, I whacked him the first one, brought it down, passed it off. I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. But I'm thinking the second one, he's definitely going to whack me to let me know. Give you one back? Yeah, the second one comes. Everyone's got time. Uh-huh. He backed off. And I was like, oh, I've got you now. Two challenges in? Yeah, two challenges in, he backed off. Because obviously he must have thought, oh, I can't physically move this guy. So then he, he backed off and tried to read the play. And I was like, oh, I've got you now. And that was literally it. And I think after 32 minutes, he came off injured. I, you know, genuinely, I hope he was injured. I'm not trying to say he wasn't injured. I yeah. think he was injured because he missed a few games afterwards. But, yeah, in that little five, six minutes, I'd realise, oh, I've got him. And the way we used to play then was very much Igalo on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd try and play football, but if not, especially against Liverpool in that game, we used to, we'd jump the press. 
So we played from the right back or the left back into me. So it was either, if it was under pressure, help it on. Iggy's on the shoulder. He's, he's, he's going already. He's going, yeah. Uh, or bring it down and we, we start to play from in, in their half. Dependent on whether they were right on yeah, you exactly. or whether they give you yeah, that room. Exactly. And within two minutes, well, four minutes, we was, we was getting it down and we was playing and we ended up beating them 3-1 that, that day at home. It was, a, it was a real good day. What about Stones you've, you've played with? I like Stones, um, yeah. Terry you've played with, mm-hmm. played against, I mean. Yeah. Van Dijk, Kale, Bailey... Is the okay, best well, pick, pick your story. Virgil's the best, by Why? far. Six foot six, yeah, quick, confident with the ball at his feet, doesn't mind a physical battle in terms of, I think, again, coming playing at Celtic, playing at Southampton, he's had to be more dominant. And I just think he, I think he's the, the closest thing we've got to a complete defender at the moment in the, in the Premier League I'm talking about. Um, is he a talker? Is he, is yeah, he non-stop. Not towards me, but like to his the communication. I think is massive when you're a defender, mm-hmm. especially now in the way the game's going. Everyone's trying to jump and press and press high, and there's the little things of left shoulder. Oh, he's on your right. Whoa, whoa, watch it. Stay back. These little things that people from the outside wouldn't really see. I think he's going to make a huge difference to that Liverpool team. I've always wondered if you're hearing a defender like that, whether he's good, mm-hmm. really good, or whether he's just okay, and he's communicating left and, and right, mm-hmm. does that give you little pieces of information that you can soak up and use as well? Yeah, definitely, because if you get someone that's very responsive in front, so let's just say you had an old school Claude Makalele, I would imagine him and JT would have had a massive... So you're talking about the player who defends the, player, the centre, yeah, four, centre oh, half. Yeah. You're talking about the organising midfielder. Yeah, the guy that's not really going to move to it. He's just there to break up play. And give it to, you know, without being disrespectful, give it to the better players. That's, that's how they do it. And you can see after the first couple, he's got a left shoulder and he goes like that. You'd probably go there and then try and get it on your second, on the second run. So the first one would to be. To show? Yeah, first one would be there on your left. The guy would move and then you'd run in on, on the right. But what that also does for me as a, as a striker knows that the centre half's worried of me getting it to feet. So nine times out of ten, he's going to come pressure from the back. He's going to try and get as tight as he can for the first one because he's trying to get that extra protection that he can come, just nick it in front. They take it away and it looks like he's done great defending. So if you hear that, I'd probably go short and then spin him behind the first couple of times just to make the gap. and uh, uh, To teach him to stay off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so if, if I hear him start screaming and shouting, like basically it's quite of a help. You know, left mm. shoulder, right shoulder. I'll come short and then spin in behind two or three times. Probably not going to get the ball. You need you need somebody from midfield, whoever it is, yeah. to read you to know that, and give exactly. you a quick and hot, straight to your feet short. Yeah, definitely. When you've come the little run, mm-hmm. somebody's just got to understand that from your team and give you exactly when and where and you want it, and allow it and give you the right side for your spin. But all of this, as a, as a striker, all comes down to communication and learning day to day, knowing people's traits. So if I know Will Hughes is a perfect example, I think he's going to be, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on I think he's going to be an England international in the you next You can see years. his talent. You can see his oh, talent. His, his brain for football is frightening. But his first thought as soon as he's got the ball is, where's the striker's run? So I know when he gets the ball, I can run because he's looking to slide that pass in. Don't get me wrong, he's then talented enough to go, nah, it's not on, we'll keep it. But I saw it, keep going. And then he'll try and do it. If he had a bit more pace about him, I'd be, I'd be surprised if he'd be here for much longer. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's frightening. So I, you start building relationships up with people. Mm-hmm. And as a striker, I think, especially in today's game, you're right back and your left back are key. 
for, for they're the ones who are going to be putting crosses in, especially for my Because m- most midfields are, are packed inside. and tight and yeah. blocks, and, and if one or two overlaps, they yeah. become... They're not you know, maybe wing backs, but they're almost like wingers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the way the game's going now, we're, t- we're looking at the, the physical attributes. So it's more they're normally quick. They can get up and down, and you know they're going to put four, five, six crosses in. So Holabas, for example, he goes there nine times out of ten. It's coming first post, hard and fast. Yeah, we, whoa, whoa, whoa! Football's a game of intelligence. What's this nine times out of ten? Who dictates that now? Does he it, look at your run, the, no, or do you just automatically goes. know if he's if he's up there? So, very simply, if you're talking from the edge of the 18-yard box to the, to the byline, if it's from the six-yard box back, it's coming first post. Anything past that, he's standing it up to the back post. How so, often is there a cutback in that routine? Now, I mean, now we've got you, you more. show and no, then you draw. The, the, way, the way that it's going now, it's, it's why you're seeing a lot more number 10s and midfielders getting so let's involved. say he's, he's up there he's made the run you'll show front post yeah. but he'll slide it back and suddenly Hughes is arriving or whoever it yeah, may you be you normally have somebody coming in from behind but also your responsibility as the striker then is to make sure you've done that front post run to, to draw to as many as you yeah, can to pull the defensive line back and mm-hmm. then open that space mm-hmm. up because 9 times out of 10 midfielders aren't naturally defence minded you know yeah. so, so, and, and a lot of people won't you know, I don't think anyone likes facing their own goal being 12 yeah. yards out. Yeah. So you, that's where your mistakes come. You can put come. it top corner, can't exactly. you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the third time I've taken the chance in this interview. <laughs> it's all right. Whoops. Oh, um, you threw me off. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and you can, you can either... Yeah, you can do your front... You can do front press one, but then either you get someone coming in and scoring or even you pull, you, um, they clear it, but the next time the defender goes like that yeah. and you've got the five-yard space for a post. So that's Van Dijk. Stones, you, 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 I don't know why, yeah. you must have said, oh, I like him. I like what, him, just because of the pressure he was under. You, you're talking about human response. He's yeah, at, um, at Everton, I think he was just, he'd just come in, he'd had a good start to the season. City was in for him, United, every, literally everyone, it was in the paper, everyone wanted him and uh, we played Everton first game uh, at their first place. game on promotion having yeah, been promoted yeah. first game at their place mm. and I just saw someone that just went give me the ball I'm not worried about any of this I know I belong on this stage and I had Roberto Martinez and so they were playing that brand of football out from the back and it was just, I just thought fair place yeah because he was up for the physical battle from his Barnsley days but then also he had this, this grace uh, there's not many centre-halves that when they step in mm-hmm. It's just natural for them. Like you see, a lot of them are stepping, and then they start taking these little steps. Going, I'm out of my comfort zone. I might be yeah. imagining this, but like I see him very much like a meerkat because mm-hmm. as he's stepping out, yeah, it, the ball's there, and he knows where the ball exactly. is. Exactly, and, and I, I, it's like a little periscope. He's looking. Yeah. He's, his body shape is really not hunched over, protecting yeah, yeah. the ball. It's like it's tall and it's erect, and he's looking yeah. out. Then he's got to make the cho- right choice. Of course, then his technique's got to. And then he's got to show it to get it back, etc. Well, I, I think the big thing about it is, though, whenever he makes a mistake, you never see him go, oof, I'll just kick this one. It's all right. right. It's He'll like your back. early point yeah. about having a football philosophy as a group. Yeah. And if you're going wrong, you go back to, well, what aren't we doing? You've yeah, got a Bible. Exactly. Like, he's got that. He, yeah, he, it's ingrained in him. Right, this is what I'll do. This is what I'm about. If I make a mistake, well, no, like, he'll probably go into a game going, I'm going to make five or six mistakes. Hope it's only three. Do you know what I mean? Or I hope it's not the one that they score from. 
Do you agree as a captain and a leader that if yeah. he's that good, there'll be people around him going, well, we, if John's making mistakes, Dishes I'll be on my toes. Yeah. So that, you know, there's, there's, he's, he's on the ball, but there's a group responsibility for happens. Definitely. And, and then that comes back to your framework and your shape in terms of, you know, basic defending, which I think that's a dying art now as well, in terms of if one of your centre-halves comes out, it's natural you come top round. But the way that the game's going now is your centre-half comes out, your two wing-backs bomb on, and nine times out of ten, you're 1v1 at the back with a striker. So, you know... Oh, could... happy days. Yeah, well, for the fast ones, not for me. <laughs> I normally set it and then run into the box and hope for a cutback. But, um, no, but I think that's just the way that the game's going now. And yeah. that's why we're seeing a lot more goals. Not based on people are not good footballers, just the, 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 the basic art to die down. decisions, yeah. rigour of defence... Mm. How many, how many people do you see now? We've got one here, Adrian Mariapa, loves defending. Mm. If we won 6-0, he'd be more happy that they kept a clean sheet. And he celebrates our goals as if he scored. He's mm. that old school, take one in the face. Mm. He did one once today, to be fair, took one in the nose, it was brilliant. Um, that old school, we have to score. And even when they score, it kills him. Do you know what I mean? It really hurts him that... Oh, I could have maybe got over there and even if it's not his fault it just hurts him that people score and that's in training as well and I don't see that Did you see Chiellini against Spurs at one yes. the day? Are we talking about that. the same thing? Yeah, there? wasn't off that because I'm thinking any young kid watching and this is what doesn't re- only because the celebration with him and Buffon afterwards it got more media coverage but we don't go that's proper defending that's why he's 30 plus I don't want to be rude but 30 plus years of age still at the top level, still being picked because he knows his game inside out. I defend, we win, job done. What is, then let's finish on, mm-hmm. I don't know, you maybe had one game or two games against him, but Terry? Same. And, and, I, and I think you look at Chelsea since he's left, it's not been the same club. And I think, you know, people can make the argument he, he might have been old, his legs were going or whatever, but there's a big thing of having that presence, that stability and... Um, now, mine's on a much lesser scale. But even if I'm not playing, I'm our biggest cheerleader. You ask anyone, the lads are telling me, shut up. Like, you know, I'm on the bench screaming out, barking instructions. Yeah. Not because I'm sitting on the bench going, oh, I hope, he do- I hope he doesn't score. I'm thinking, well, if I'm here, we all win. Let's win. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it moving. Because I've always said this as well. I, I want my legacy for what, even if it ended this summer, I can say, when I joined this club, we were 16th in the championship. Uh, under Malke, very small budget, uh, a lot of young kids in the first team that you know got games but probably wasn't ready in an ideal world. Um, and when I've left, we are now, I think we're 10th for the Premier at the minute, we're 10th for the Premier League. And I can look back at that time, never mind the goals and the, the games, in that period I was a huge part of where we was at. And that, that for me is enough. It's achievement. Yeah, it's, it's, it, but it's a personal... That's what we did. Again, this is mine. This is what I yeah, want. Yeah. And this is what we did. And, that, and I think if you look at John Terry, he can, you can see since he's gone, I, don't, I wouldn't say something's died at Chelsea, but the last Lampard, mm-hmm. last John Terry, last Czech, that whole spine of the team's gone. And now they're searching for it. And you'd probably argue they've never really replaced any of the three. But Courtois probably be the goalie, but he's talking about leaving and stuff mm-hmm. as well. So... Are you going to have a longevity again? Are you going to? Is there anyone in that Chelsea team you can build around? 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Gianfranco was the manager. He's, he's quite, I mean, although he's, he's a steely guy who had yeah. a brilliant c- club and international career, yeah. and because he's a nice man, people forget that yeah. it was technique and hardness. Yeah. He is famously, he's a decent person. A very good person. Yeah. Legend of a person. Brought my game on 50-fold. Teaching-wise? Yeah. Taught me small, small things, little steps before a game. So I used to hit everything really hard. I used to take a big stride so if you can imagine the ball being a couple of yards in front I used to go one big stride whack and it'd go here there and everywhere and he used to compare me to Jimmy Floyd but he said what him and Jimmy used to do all the time was if it's same distance balls two yards away try and get seven little steps in gosh so we said can you pass the ball 20 yards like yeah no problem do it then so big net pass 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 every time score so why when you try to shoot from 20 yards are you whacking it and then you go, oh, yeah. And then you go, right, seven steps before. Yeah. And all that does is it just gives you more control. Yeah. And you're kind of walking through it. And you've got plenty of foot. There's your seventh, on your seventh one, you know you're hitting the ball. And you just broke it down so it's much like that. Man. And I went from, before that, I'd never scored 20. I think 14 was the highest in League One I'd ever scored. Mm-hmm. I scored 20 that season, 25 the season after. 21, yeah, we got promoted. And it's just kind of... Were you open to that. his teaching because you were grateful to him or open to his teaching because you kind of said, you know, I've still got so much in me, I can go at the top? A uh, bit, bit, bit of everything. But also, you'd be stupid to have someone of that calibre and not ask questions. Again, it goes back to the inquisitiveness of myself. Like, Jan is only like one of, one of the best foreign imports we've had in, in, in this Premier League history. And, he, yeah, he just, had, he just had that openness, like... Come and chat to me. Brilliant. I want you to come and talk to me. Do you know what I mean? That's and, a resource. Yeah, and it, it was very good. He was, I think the reason we were so successful with the Watford team is not only did you have good players, like I say, Matty Vidra, Marco Cassetti, people like this, you had myself, John Eustace, Fitz Hall was in, Almunia was in goal. So you had real, I'd say, English determination. So he had, he had the freedom if we played 
a Wolverhampton away who tried to play football at the time. We could play all our firing boys because we would just pass them off the park. But then also when we had to play Leeds United Leeds, away, I knew you were going to say Leeds. Yeah, Leeds United away, and you know it's going to be dodgy. Right, all you English boys are in, and we could just sprinkle the, the foreign talent on, and, and that's why we were so successful. It worked for you because you're a really good, good goal scoring record against Leeds. You yeah, always seen the. It's my dad's team. That's why. So I always think mentally, there's, there's some of the happens. That was in your head. It's never. It hasn't been in my head, but it must be. To score, I think I'm on eight or nine against Leeds. Nine, yeah. yeah, nine against Leeds, and it must be. I remember going to Ellen Road with my dad to watch uh, Lucas Radaby's testimonial. Testimonial, yeah. yeah. So hell of a guy, strong man. Yeah, chief. That was it, wasn't it? Chief. Yeah. Spot yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember going and watching that, and I remember going. I think it was like that was a packed house as well. Then I remember you go and watch that, and you think, oh, this is a proper football club. So I don't know whether that's in my mind every time I you go was, there. And the I competitive nature. Yeah, well. I'm like, right then, let's time to time to show up. I've scored an own goal there as well, which no one talks about. Didn't know that. Maybe that's in the nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do my yeah. stats, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. That was definitely nine. No, it's nine, nine plus, <laughs> plus one. Don't worry, yeah. don't worry, don't worry. No, it's all right. The, yeah, it was an own goal. I was facing that way. Somehow put it in the top corner behind me. So I was facing away. <laughs> Went to volley and he went straight in the top corner. We lost 2-1. <laughs> OK, that's a bad story, but I suppose if you're going to score one, it may as well be top corner, it was right? Good. It was a good goal. It was a strange one. But uh, if you can look yourself in the mirror, you don't mind talking about it. We hope you enjoyed that slice of Troy Deeney. To listen to the full interview, then go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. That's patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and hit subscribe to become a socio. For just £2.99, you'll unlock our big interviews with Troy, Kevin Colban, Roberto Di Matteo, Celeste Ferdinand, Jermaine Defoe, Super Kevin Phillips, Ledley King, the list goes on. You'll also be helping to keep the big interview alive and well and producing the content which you love. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.